so yeah they had to blame him for pushing out cam newton right and they, they had to blame him for having the down season because we knew that it was going to be a bad year right and mm-hmm. fans don't want to don't want to go through a bad year knowing that you could have put out a better product because what do we always hear what do we always preach right we don't tank players don't want to tank right yeah. tanking is bad so mm-hmm. if it's about competing and you're being logical well why are you pushing out cam newton he's already under contract you're not going to use that money to bring in anybody well yeah well they, they paid teddy Bridgewater the same amount right 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 it's the lunch break hot take with Jose and Rodney. Are you ready? Uh-huh. Here we go. What's going on, lunch breakers and takers? This is another episode of the lunch break hot take. I am Jose. And this is Rodney. And we are back. We just finished week 15 in the NFL. And Ravens take care of some business. And the Panthers handle some in-house business. Yes. Uh, finally, again, Marty Herney is no longer the GM of the Carolina Panthers. I didn't want to celebrate too much because, you know, I've been burned by that news before. Yeah. Uh, let's celebrate uh, right now while we can. Let's let's start off the show with that. Yeah. David Tepper uh, went ahead and scapegoated Marty Herney for this year because Four and ten is uh, apparently not good enough, even though Rome wasn't built in a day, and they tore down the roster and weren't really right. trying to win. Right. You know, now that they had to sit through those ten losses, they decided that wasn't good enough, and Marty Herney had to go. Yeah, I would be upset about that because I mean, Marty got screwed, but Marty shouldn't have had that job. No, no, I'm surprised that he lasted as long as he did. I mm-hmm. was certain he would be out when uh, David Tepper took over the team. But they kept them around. Like you said, it, it was a scapegoat job from the beginning. Like this was set up this way. Like they needed somebody to blame for pushing out Cam and then now just having a, a down year. Because everybody knew yeah. it was gonna be a down year, right? And it was one of those things where if you're a fan, if you follow the team, you know, keep Cam around and you're gonna be competing, right? The expectation would be at least to compete. Yeah. Absolutely. So, so yeah. They had to blame him for pushing out Cam Newton, right? And they had to blame him for having the down season because we knew that it was going to be a bad year, right? And Mm -hmm. fans don't want to don't want to go through a bad year knowing that you could have put out a better product. Because what do we always hear? What do we always preach? Right? We don't tank. Players don't want to tank, right? Tanking is bad. So Mm -hmm. if it's about competing and you're being logical. Well, why are you pushing out Cam Newton? He's already under contract. You're not going to use that money to bring in anybody. Well, yeah. Well, they, they paid Teddy Bridgewater the same amount. Right. Right. So you downgraded at quarterback and you got rid of James Bradbury. You basically forced uh, Luke Keekley into retirement. I don't think Luke Keekley would have retired right. if you're bringing that whole team back. Right. Yeah. They got rid of Olsen. They, got, uh, they didn't get rid of Keekley. Keekley retired. They got rid of Eric Reed. They got rid of James Bradbury. Uh, they let. Gerald McCoy go. They let Dontari Poe go. They let Mario Addison go. They let Bruce Irvin go. Yep. They traded Trey Turner for Russell Okung. So yeah, I mean they they said back before the season that this was going to be a rough year and it was a, you know not rebuilding. That's you know they didn't want to use that word, but that's what it was. And they were trying to temper everybody's expectations. But now that you had to actually play through that season and they they've played you know a little better than people thought. They were in most of the games. But they, they still lost. 
now you want to scapegoat Marty. You want Rule and company to be clean moving forward. Yeah, because absolutely, as a fan, you're going to be upset about that. Mm-hmm. There were, what, seven games that came down to the last drive? Eight, and and they went 0-8. Yeah, they went 0-8. And you can't help but to wonder, if you have Cam Newton, as bad as Cam has looked this year at mm-hmm. times, right, you you still get that feeling that he's a better quarterback. You can't well, yeah, help but they, to wonder. They won they more games in New England with, with less talent. Yes, and you can't help but to wonder, man, if Cam were here, if Cam were here, how many of those games do we win? Because that's yeah. a completely different record. <laughs> yeah, and, and you also got to take into account that you didn't have Christian McCaffrey, who's the best player on the team, right? for, what is it, like 13 games. It, it's probably going to end up being. You know, he's yeah. played three games. I don't, I don't see any reason for him to play in the last two weeks. I mean, I'm sure he'll try to get out there just because. But, sure. you know, he, he's been out for most of the season. Sure. So, you know. It is what it is. Marty Herney, it, it, that's long overdue that he got fired. So we'll just have to see where they go moving forward. But they're going to be picking in the top five, it looks like. Yeah. So they should be able to get a difference maker. Unless my man Teddy B pulls out one more one more victory out of his hat. I'm going to be honest. I don't even want to see them win next week. And that's nothing to do with the draft. I mean, the, the season's over. And I'd like to see... Ron get that win and, and win that division and get them to the playoffs. Yeah. Just cause I wanted to come down to week 17 <laughs> between Philly and the Washington football team. Yeah. So no, I don't want them to win next week. Really? The, week. <laughs> the week after maybe, but. but you know, in terms of this week, they played a great second half. The defense stepped up in the second half. The offense was a bit better in the second half. They had five sacks on Aaron Rodgers, but they just, you know, they didn't have enough. You know, Teddy fumbled the ball on on the goal line. That was early in the game when Green Bay scored three straight touchdowns on their first three possessions. And, yeah. you know, that was just too much for, for Carolina to come back from, really. Yeah, two more games, and then we'll have a lot to talk about this offseason. Another team that we're going to have a lot to talk about this offseason, win or lose, the Baltimore Ravens. And yes. They took care of business this week, all right, beating the Jaguars 40-14. to 14. Yes. So um, game went pretty much how we expected it to go. Lamar finished with three touchdowns, one interception, and then he had another rushing touchdown. And um, yeah, pretty clean game other than that interception. That was that was on him. But other than that, yeah, you got Hollywood. Not Hollywood got a touchdown. Miles Boykin got a touchdown. Des Bryant got his first touchdown in three years. Mm-hmm. So that, was, that, was, that was an emotional time for him. And Mark Andrews got his seventh touchdown of the year. And I, I've told myself that a few times because I can't believe it. Like the last time I saw him score a touchdown, it seems like it was forever ago. <laughs> he hasn't shown up in weeks. And I, I know he was sick. So that, that yeah. was part of it. But even before he tested positive for COVID, he wasn't doing a whole lot out there. But no. here he is with seven touchdowns and two more games left. He could very possibly end up in double digits and touchdowns this year. Yeah, he could. The Ravens pass rush showed up in this game. They had five sacks, just like yes. Carolina did. Yeah. Uh, uh, two from Yannick Ngakwe, you know, in his revenge game. So congrats to him. Yeah. Hopefully he doesn't take the rest of the year off like he did the last six weeks. Uh, well, we'll see. We'll see. Well, we, we played the Giants in. We finished with uh, the Bengals. Bengals. The so. suddenly resurgent Bengals. Do you want to go to that game next? We'll go to that sure. game next. 
Might but well. uh, yeah, okay, we'll we'll finish wrapping up the Ravens real quick. So yeah, that's pretty much it for the for that. There's nothing. To, <laughs> there's, there's really nothing to see on the Jaguar side. I, I don't even know who scored those touchdowns for them. Um, I don't think they know either. <laughs> James Robinson scored one, and I, I honestly I don't remember who scored the other one. But James was, Robinson beat Patrick Queen and Marlon Humphrey, so you're going to give that man his respect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the Ravens, um, they keep their playoff hopes alive. They have to win out, and then they need somebody else to lose, either the Browns, the the Dolphins, or the Colts. They need one of those three teams to lose another game, and we need to win out in order for us to jump ahead of them. Yes. Now, alternatively, all three of them, uh, or, or the Colts and the, the Browns lose, uh, Miami and Baltimore both went out, so there would be a four-way tie, and Baltimore would get in then also. Yes. yes. And Cleveland would be going home. Now, that That's be- the one I'm rooting for. <laughs> now, this Now, this next game plays into the playoff picture a little bit just for motivational value, right? Because mm-hmm. we're kind of rooting for the Steelers to win one of these next two games. They play the Colts next, and they play the Browns in Week 17. Now, had they won last night, they would have locked up the division, yes. and they may not have you know, had any motivation to win these next two games. But <laughs> 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 the Steelers played the Cincinnati Bengals on Monday night. And it did not go the way of the black and yellow. No, no, it did not. Ben Roethlisberger is a mess. He's a whole mess. All right. <laughs> first, well, first off, before we get to that, John Smith Schuster was out there dancing on the Bengals logo again before the game. And then he got introduced to Mr. Von Bell. Von oh. Bell almost took his head off, knocked the ball out for, for a fumble. This was early in the game when Cincinnati was dominating. And Mike Thomas said he gonna have a, he's going to have a talk with the young man about being disrespectful to other NFL teams and dancing on their logos for TikTok likes. Okay. Is that what he, is, he, he says? That? He says he's going to talk to him. Yeah. <laughs> he, he's a, he doesn't think it's a motivational thing. Uh, he doesn't think that you know, other teams get motivation from it. He's like, but it's about respect. So he's going to have a talk with him. Yeah. And it's about you not getting lit up. Right. Because <laughs> yes, yeah, he may not look at it as a disrespectful thing, but Von Bell took it as disrespect. Yeah. He took but it, out but it is. And, and he knows that. And that's why he does it. Yeah, because you think, hey, what are you going to do about it? He showed yeah. you what he's going to do about it. Now, as, as far as not getting lit up, that's not that's not something he has control over as long as Ben Roethlisberger is throwing him the ball. That uh, was, I, was, I was about to say that right now. That was not on Juju. That was not on him, right? Who? It was on, 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 on John. On John? Okay. All right. I, don't know, not, I don't know no Juju. Juju. <laughs> that was not on him. It was third and seven, I believe, because I, I remember that play because I saw that I saw the little underneath route and Ben threw it to him. And I'm like, why are you throwing it? Uh, why are you throwing a three yard out, right? When you need to pick up seven yards, like he's not going to get that first down. The corner was already on him. And then mm-hmm. Von Bell just came out of nowhere and just blew everything up. And yeah. that ball went flying. Von Bell was, he was definitely tracking John on that play. Man. Uh, he, he was looking for that opportunity. And Von was tracking everybody last but night. Speak, speaking of Ben Roethlisberger, my man went 20 for 38. Suge, I hope you're listening. Uh, he went 20 for 38 <laughs> for 170 yards, one touchdown, one interception, which is not good, right? 38 pass attempts to get 170 yards is is bad. But uh, of those 20 completions, only one was longer than 10 yards in the air. <laughs> and I just, 
you know, and, and of the of the 18 incompletions, 13 of them were more than 10 yards in the air. So what we're looking at here again is a team who or a quarterback who can't throw the ball downfield. And this is a very similar uh, to what we saw with New England years ago when they went to play Baltimore in the playoffs and they had a similar offense where they're just, you know, they're they're throwing the short passes and and letting their, their shifty receivers, you know, get yards after the catch and Baltimore just backed up and, and started laying the wood to the receivers on every single play and New England couldn't do anything about it. That's exactly what you're going to see with Pittsburgh when they get to the playoffs. That's exactly what's going to happen. And they can't even change anything strategy-wise because Ben just can't get it done anymore. No. And it gets worse, Steelers fans, because next year, your good friend Ben will be right back. At a a cap hit of $41 million. Yeah, yeah. So you can't even get rid of him. You can bring in somebody else, I guess. You You can try. But you're not getting rid of him. <laughs> right. Yeah, he, he's already announced he's coming back. Yeah. So that's going to be a tough conversation in the, in the offseason. Yeah. All right. Okay. And like I said, they, they're playing the Colts and the Bengals or uh, the Browns uh, over the last two games. And the way they've been playing for the last month or so, I can't see them winning either one of those games. I can't either. But look, anything can happen with, with the Browns playing. All right. Anything can happen. It's true. Like the, the one thing that the one saving grace for – the Steelers is they have one one of the the, the greatest coaches of all time in Mike Tomlin. Yeah, right? I know he doesn't get that love or respect, but he is. Man's never lost, uh, never had a losing season. Yeah, and yeah. he knows how to scheme better than than anybody other than Bill Belichick. Mm-hmm. So, if anybody can can uh, make it happen, Mike Tomlin is the one that can make it happen. All right. Yeah. Uh, now we need to engage the hashtag hyperdrive for real this time. Yes. Uh, yes. We got to get up out of here. So yeah. <laughs> the the Chargers and the Raiders played a surprisingly entertaining game once Derek Carr went out and was replaced yeah. by Marcus Mariota. Derek Carr had a groin injury early on in this one. The Chargers win 30 to 27 in overtime. But yeah. Mariota, I mean, it, it, it was pretty shocking. He came in 17 for 28, 226 yards, one touchdown, one interception, had another 88 yards rushing and a touchdown. He played pretty well considering, you know, he's been out for a while and, you know, obviously didn't get any prep for this week. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy, right? Because it seems like money really is a motivator. Because <laughs> Mariota's contract is very incentive laced, right? He has, yes. a pretty, he has a solid base contract. I think he's getting paid $10 million for this year. But I think they said he made a few hundred thousand on that game just in, in, in incentives for playing more than 60% of the snaps. And he would have gotten even more had they won the game. Yeah, had that defense come, you know, shown up for even one shift of their workday. And he'll be starting next week, I believe. I don't think Carr's coming back. I, yeah, I think that he'll be starting next week. It's not certain yet because, I mean, it's early in the week at this point, right. but I think he'll be starting again. All right. Uh, but yeah, nice, nice performance from Mariota. Decent win for the Chargers, even though you know, obviously they're they're eliminated already. But it's it's nice to see them play well with their young quarterback. Yeah. Up next, the Bills and Broncos. Not a whole lot to say about this one. Buffalo forty-eight to nineteen. Mm. Yeah. yeah. You know what? Actually, there is one thing to say about this one, and that's Drew Locke is not the guy. No, he uh, he showed up for one week against. The Panthers. Whatever, man. All right. Like, 
We don't we don't need these little these little petty shots. Wait, wait hold on. What's this, what's this stat line? What's your last, your last stat line? In this game? Yes. Uh 20 for 32, 132 yards, one touchdown, no interceptions. Oh 14. And a fumbled loss. A fumble lost. 14 touchdowns, 13 interceptions. But he yeah. did also, but he did turn it over. So that doesn't count. Doesn't count. Doesn't matter. He's <laughs> He's he's in a plus. He's in he's in the green in the touchdown to interception ratio. Four point one yards per attempt on a team where you drafted three wide receivers. Yeah. Cool. What are you doing, Jerry Judy? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Josh Allen had another great game. Three hundred and fifty nine yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions, and they moved into second place in uh, the playoff seedings. Yeah, Josh Allen's having an awesome year, man. Yeah. Up next, the Patriots and the Dolphins. Uh, Miami wins this one 22 to 12. Cam went 17 for 27, 209 yards, no touchdowns, no interceptions, 38 yards rushing. And it was just a it was a struggle all day long offensively for New England, as is the norm for them these days. Yeah. Yeah. Um we uh, that that team is a mess right now. And we gotta wait and see what they do in the offseason. Like I said, I think it'll depend on where they're drafting. Whether they decide to bring Cam back or not, mm-hmm. part of me hopes that they bring Cam back because I think Belichick will give him another shot, like a real opportunity. Yeah, and I think they will do much better next year. However, don't be surprised of a reunion with Ron Rivera because <laughs> yeah, because um, he don't, he, yeah, he he don't like the he don't like the young man over there right now. And Nobody does. And Alex Alex Smith is just a he's he's a walking liability. <laughs> yeah, so uh, Miami in this one, Tua played pretty well despite his stats. Uh, he had 140 some yards passing and, and an interception. But you know they they don't have much of an offensive line and and no real threats in the pass game. They ran for over 250 yards in this game. So you know they they went out there and they got it done. Yeah, and they're still in position uh, at this point to make the playoffs. They've got the Raiders and the Bills left. So. You know, I mean, it, it's going to be it's going to be tough for them, but they have to win out. Next up, the Colts handled their business against the Texans, twenty-seven to twenty. That leaves them at ten and four, and pretty much in the driver's seat for uh, for a wild card spot. Now, Phillip Rivers had a nice, efficient day: uh, twenty-two for twenty-eight, two hundred and twenty-eight yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions. T.Y. Hilton, Jonathan Taylor, you know, both playing well. So, I mean, the the Colts are. Kind of turning it up at the right time, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, like I said, uh, you know, we gotta see how they finish out. They have the Steelers next week, and I'm not sure who they finish out. The, the Jaguars. Jaguars. Yeah, that's a win. So, yeah, it look the teams that are competing to get into the playoffs or maintain their playoff spot, they're tough. They're tough. It's, it's looking like you have to be 11 and five to get in, and there could be an 11 and five team us sitting out right yeah definitely going to be a 10 win team not making the playoffs in the afc yeah uh deshaun watson continues to just hopelessly beg anyone to help him to rescue him he had he got sacked another five times this week in the loss and you know luckily they are not going to be picking sixth because they traded that pick to miami yeah so no help is on the way yeah congrats (laughs) 
Tennessee beat down Detroit 46 to 25. Tennessee maintains their lead in the division. Uh, it looks, I, I haven't looked at every scenario, but it looks like unless they drop both of their last two games, Tennessee's going to win that division. Yeah. You know, Ryan Tannehill having a great year. Henry went for another 147 yards in a touchdown. Corey Davis had a 75 yard touchdown to go with his 110 yard day. So they're another one, you know, they, they seem to be playing their, their best leading into the playoffs. It's going to be a tough, tough field in the AFC. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, not much to say about that one either. Like they, I think they're maybe one, I think one went away from locking up the division, maybe. Yeah. I, I haven't looked at all the scenarios, but I, I believe that if they, they win next week, they probably lock that up. Yeah. So, yeah. And, and that's that's better for the Ravens anyway. I'm looking at it from a Ravens perspective. They win a division. If we tie with the Colts, we can uh, get in about them. Yeah. Either way, it's, it, like I said, it's going to be tough when we get to the playoffs or anybody, wh- whoever's in the playoffs. Up next, Dallas and San Francisco. Dallas gets this win. <laughs> <laughs> they're both they're both five and nine, but Dallas keeps their season alive with the win, forty one to thirty three. It, it is the most agonizing thing if you're a Dallas fan because you know your team is not good, but you have to watch every week yes. because you're still in the playoff hunt. Yeah, you know the the 49ers are a mess. They've had a ton of injuries this year. They just activated Jimmy Garoppolo before we started recording this, so. I mean, I, I guess that's a positive. Uh, they're really just looking towards next season. Yeah. Dallas, <laughs> I can't imagine that they want to win the division, but you know, it, it could happen for them. It could absolutely uh, happen. Ezekiel Elliott missed this game. Uh, Pollard came in with 69 yards and two touchdowns. CeeDee yeah. Lamb at 85 yards. So a good all-around performance for them offensively. But, yeah, they're 5-9. and nine. They, shouldn't, they should not still be in the hunt, but they are. Yeah. Thank you, NFC East. Speaking of, uh, Washington went down 20 to 15 against Seattle. Seattle 10 and 4. They're in firm control of that division. Yeah. Uh, and, and as we mentioned before, Dwayne Haskins started this game not great 38 for 55, uh, uh, 295 yards, one touchdown, two interceptions. Uh, and also, he fumbled, he had a fumble. He didn't. It wasn't a turnover. He threw the ball fifty five times. Fifty five times and did not hit that magic three hundred yard mark. Mm. And so. he, he followed up that uh that loss by celebrating in the strip club with no mask on. Yep, and getting caught. And getting caught. Uh, so their their skill position players continue to play surprisingly well. Uh, Logan Thomas is having a great year, which I, I love to see. You know, the, the quarterback convert from uh, Virginia Tech. Yep, this is like his third or fourth team, and he's finally kind of stuck at tight end. He had 13 catches for 101 yards. Good fan. Terry McLaurin is Terry McLaurin. You know, yep. JD McKissick had a total of 107 yards and a touchdown. Okay. So, you know, they, they've got some some pieces to build with there. I mean, obviously, uh, they they also drafted Antonio Gibson. So yep. you know, when they get their quarterback situation figured out. You know, they'll be a team to watch. Yeah. The Bears and Vikings, Chicago wins this one 33 to 27. I think effectively eliminating Minnesota from the playoffs. <sighs> Mitchell Trubisky and, 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 you know, Brian Mazik called this a couple of weeks ago. If he continues to play this particular brand of mediocre, they, the, the coverage of him is going to change and they're going to be looking to extend him and it's already happening. Yeah. No, absolutely. And they're going to, they're going to go through what Minnesota's going through right now, where yes. they'll, they'll continue to add talent, 
and they're not getting any better. They're actually getting worse. Mm-hmm. I mean, Minnesota has gotten worse and worse every year that Cousins has been there. Yes, absolutely. And, uh, and it's so bad now. I mean, look at it. Look at it. We, we're going to slow down the hyperdrive for one second. Okay. We had some guests on a couple weeks ago, our man Dave, who argued that that the turning point in, in the Washington football team's uh, uh, downfall was them not signing Kirk Cousins because Kirk Cousins brought stability. And I argued I had not seen that from that man because I'm looking at what he's doing in Minnesota with a lot of talent around him and they're going they're going in the opposite direction from where they were were before because they were supposed to be a Super Bowl contender. And now you you go from you go from Diggs wants he he, he hated him so much he wanted it out. Mm-hmm. Adam Thielen screamed at him on a sideline. And then this uh, last week and then this last weekend, the rookie, Justin Jefferson, is cursing at him for overthrowing him in the end zone. Yeah, I, mean, I, I think Adam Thielen has a restraining order on him at this point. Like, he <laughs> there there's been times in the past where he looked like he was ready to throw down with Kirk. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no, they 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 compounded the mistake. They doubled down on Kirk. They extended him because they, they just couldn't see any other way out. You know, they didn't have a lot of money. They had a lot of players they wanted to keep. And so that poor decision came back to bite them again. In Chicago, you know, they, they went old school with this one. David Montgomery had 32 carries for 146 yards and two touchdowns wow. to get them this win. Mm. Um, I You know, like I said, they're, they're still in it. I don't think they're going to make it. I think Arizona will uh, will lock up that last spot. But, you know, props to Chicago for starting out 5-0 and and still hanging on, I guess. Yeah, 7-7. Seven seven. Next up, Tampa Bay and Atlanta. Atlanta went Atlanta. They were up 17-0. They lost 31-27. That's, that's pretty much all there is to say about this one. Yeah. Um, Antonio Brown got a, what, he got like a 50-yard touchdown reception. Uh, yeah, 46-yard touchdown. He had five catches, 93 yards on the 46-yard touchdown. Yeah. So uh, on the day that Dez got his his first touchdown in three years, I thought that was a little disrespectful. But you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So Tampa Bay's nine and five. Obviously, they're they're going to the playoffs and they're they're just kind of coasting on the way in there. Yeah. And Atlanta continues to be an embarrassment. Yeah. Jalen Hurts and Kyler Murray had themselves a little uh, little mini duel. Yes, they did. Uh, <laughs> Arizona won this one thirty three to twenty six, but Jalen Hurts. Despite a little bit of a rocky start uh, with a safety, ended up twenty-four for forty-four, three hundred and thirty-eight yards, three touchdowns, and added eleven carries, sixty-three yards, and another touchdown in the the losing effort. He did fumble three times, but they didn't lose any of those. Right. So he he's anti Daniel Jones. Yes. Kyler Murray. He went for over 400 yards and three touchdowns. Also added another 29 yards and a touchdown. Did throw an interception and lost a fumble, uh, but ended up getting the win. Yeah. And by the way, DeAndre Hopkins is still awesome. Nine catches, 169 yards and a touchdown. Uh, just, just. Yeah. And just making stupid catches in the end. Yeah. Like, I, I'm tired of seeing it, man. Just stop. Stop yeah. showing off. Stop rubbing Baltimore's face in the fact that they didn't trade for you. It, it's rude and it's enough. Yeah. 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 All right. Let's, let's get it going. Let's keep it going. Yeah. The Cardinals, though, after that win, eight and six. So, you know, they're, they're 
in the driver's seat to lock up that last that no, last wild card spot. The most surprising game of the week, I guess. Uh, yes. The Jets decided that they did and did not, in fact, want Trevor Lawrence to be their quarterback of the future, and they beat the Rams twenty-three to twenty. Sam Darnold, two hundred seven yards and a touchdown. The ageless wonder Frank Gore broke the record for most games played by a running back. He passed Lorenzo Neal for the record for most games played by a running back. And I, I guess the Rams just took the week off. Yeah, they, I mean, they're just kind of like whatever. Sean McVay said it was it was an embarrassment, which I mean, I've never heard an NFL coach say it was embarrassing to lose to another NFL team. I mean, when you lose to a team that was destined to go zero and sixteen, that's kind of an embarrassment. But, but still, you you don't hear NFL coaches say that. They're all about hey, everybody's a professional. You know, it's so tough to win in this league. Every you know, any given Sunday, blah blah blah. And he was like, Nah, I am embarrassed. That one especially hurt because Adam Gase is a dirtbag. He was like, I told myself I would never lose to that. <laughs> uh, yeah. So now, now the Jets move into the number two spot uh, in the draft for now, and the Jaguars take over in that number one position, waiting to draft Trevor Lawrence. Well, why will they draft the quarterback? They have Gardner Minshew. Yeah, and you answered your own question. <laughs> uh, up next, the Chiefs and the Saints. Pretty entertaining game here. Uh, the Chiefs win it 32 to 29 to go to 13 and 1. Drew Brees did not look very good at all in this one uh, no. for most of the game. He used 15 for 34, 234 yards, three touchdowns. But I mean, it was just an ugly, ugly day for Drew. Yeah. And he said it after the game that he was still trying to get his legs under him, shake off some of the rust, I guess. But, um, yeah, and, and I understand it. It's it's necessary if you're gonna lean on him to win in the playoffs. Like you, you got to get him back uh, for these last few games. You know, get him up to speed. So yeah, and they want to also try and stay ahead of, uh, or, or they want to try and keep pace with the Packers for the for the number one seed. Yeah, um, the Packers are in sole possession of that right now. Chiefs, you know, they went out there. They were the Chiefs. Pat Mahomes was was pretty great. He won me my fantasy game this weekend. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire did suffer a pretty bad ankle sprain. Yeah, uh, He's going to be out the rest of the regular season at least. They're hoping to get him back for the playoffs. But if they don't, I mean, oh well, they've got Le'Veon Bell. Right, right. They're stacked, man. The, the Chiefs are, are – they have no worries whatsoever. No. The only thing that can derail them is just, you know, freak accident at this point. Yeah. The last game of the week that we'll be talking about here is the Giants and the Browns. Cleveland gets this win 20 to 6. Baker had another nice day, 27 for 32, 297 yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions. Nick Chubb, 50 yards and a touchdown. Rashard Higgins and Jarvis Landry, Donovan Peoples-Jones, you know, Austin Hooper, they were all over 40 yards. He was spreading the ball around quite a bit. You know, I, I don't want to, like, blow it up too much. It was a nice nice performance, but you were playing the Giants. Yeah, yeah, the Giants are another team. But the Giants are another team that's they're still in it. Yeah, but they are also starting Colt McCoy, who just recently was able to accomplish his lifelong goal of growing a beard so he doesn't look like a cartoon character. <laughs> so I, think props to him for that. I think they have a better shot with Colt McCoy than Daniel Jones. You know, I I, I see why you would say that because he's a walking turnover, but yes. Colt just doesn't have the upside of Daniel though. Like you, you're not going to see Colt 
take off for 80 yards before he trips himself. Like he, he can't, he can't make those plays for you. He's not going to turn it over as much, but you're also, you know, you scored six points. Look, they got five wins. Dow's got five wins. Mm-hmm. Washington has what? Six. Yes, I believe so. I think Philly is what? Five, five, eight and one, four, eight and one, four, eight and one, but still in it. Actually, you know what? No, they are four nine and one now. I believe, right after this loss. Um, yeah, four nine and one. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, still in it though. Still in it. Technically, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, there's there's not much to say about this game. Yeah, it was it was the Giants. Uh, Cleveland. Look, it was a good win for Cleveland because they needed to to stay ahead in the playoff race. They can't (laughs) slip up. And, and well, I, yeah, that's all I was gonna say. If you if you think that you're you've turned the corner and you're a contender now and you're one of the respectable franchises in the league, you can't you can't lose games like that, right? And right. they didn't. No, so. they didn't. So good win. So that brings them to nine wins. That's the first time in a long time they've had a winning record. And oh, they've got ten now. Oh, ten. I mean, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah ten wins. Um, really good. Yeah, really good. Mm-hmm. If you're if you're a Browns fan, like you're not out of the woods yet. You haven't made the playoffs yet, but it still feels good to to get in that you know win column. I, I cannot wait to see a ten or eleven win Browns team not make the playoffs and just be able to just you know you, you we'll be able to, to open your front door and just go swimming in the Browns tears. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll find out, man. Um, yeah, so that wraps it up. Yeah, we want to make it real quick today, but I do want to mention that as of this recording, it's Tuesday and the NBA season starts tonight. Mm-hmm. My Brooklyn Nets will be playing. Your and much more importantly, my Lakers are playing. Whatever, whatever. Could we see? Could we be seeing the two teams representing their conference in the in the NBA Finals? Well, we know we know for sure we're seeing one. Um, yeah, we'll Nets, see how we'll see how Brooklyn there. looks tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I, I do think that Brooklyn is going to come out of the East, but you know that that's going to depend on on health. Not even Durant so much. I think that the worry is always that is Kyrie's knee going to hold up. Right. Yeah. No, and I, burning sage is not going to help with that. Man. Well, I mean, maybe he'll go visit his shaman or something like that, and yeah, and, and get get some healing powers or something. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. But I'm excited about it, and mm-hmm. we'll be hearing us talk more NBA here coming up. We got a lot of things coming up here, man. Um, yeah, we're gonna we might be having some more guests on here pretty soon. We got some, you know, probably some more boxing coming up here, and USC. We'll take a look at the schedule, but um, yeah. But in the meantime, uh, we went ahead and launched our Patreon the other day. Uh, so yeah. if you enjoy the show, head to Patreon.com/slash/LBHTShow and, and subscribe to support. Yeah, and also we have a Cash App. I don't think we've mentioned a Cash App on our podcast before. But if you want to drop a little something in the Cash App, it is LBHT Show on Cash App. Mm-hmm. All right. And if you watch us on YouTube, we have a little QR code in our top right hand corner. You can scan that. Also, you know, if you're on YouTube and you're not subscribed, make sure you subscribe. We're trying to hit that 200 subscriber mark here shortly. We're not that far off. So please and thank you. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I think that's it. You got anything else for us, B? Uh, like I said, I'm just really, really looking forward to see how the playoff race in the AFC plays out, and particularly, particularly to see if Cleveland can find a way to head home. 
I, I believe in them. I think they can get it done. I think yeah. they can do it. Yeah, sports is going. I mean, these these next two weeks are going to be exciting, even for me as a Ravens fan, whether we get in or not. Um, I'm going to be excited to see how it plays out because I don't feel like we're a, a Super Bowl team this year. I don't, but I think our, our window is wide open, so I'm not worried about this year. And you know, if we don't make the playoffs, we're going to be having a we're going to be having some conversations this off season. So we're going to have a yes. lot to talk about. So I'm excited about hashtag that. Hashtag defund the defense. Yes, yes. Might be throwing another hashtag in there soon regarding the coaches, but. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i mean that, that's about it for us this is going to be our last podcast before christmas so you know merry christmas and happy holidays to everybody listening yes happy holidays to everyone and uh well we'll be back before the new year's but yeah happy holidays and you know and happy new year just in case yeah in case we change our mind <laughs> <laughs> all right guys uh thank you for listening we will see you next time peace out lunch breakers and takers if you like what you hear you can go to anchor.fm slash lbht slash support and support the show for as little as 99 cents a month you can also support by leaving us a five-star review on apple or wherever you get your podcasts also don't forget to check out our website at www.lbhtshow.com and make sure you follow us on twitter instagram and facebook at lbht show and thanks for spending your lunch break with us We'll see you next time.